friends, welcome to Nurturing Your Nest, the podcast created to capture, explore, and navigate the journey of coming home to yourself, transitional motherhood, and connecting with our teenage daughters along their paths. I'm your host, Angie Schaefer, wife, mom of two teenage daughters, intuitive Reiki healer, transitional motherhood coach, and spiritual joy seeker. Each week, we'll come together and chat just as we are on a sofa, side by side, sharing sacred space. It is my greatest hope to help other moms by offering insights, interviews, and straight up truth to guide your questions, worries, and celebrations with a friendly voice and healing vibe. Our time is now. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to Sacred Sunday here at Nurturing Your Nest. I'm so happy that you have tuned in this evening, and I hope you had a beautiful week and a fantastic weekend filled with family and friends and relaxation and time to enjoy the little moments. I wanted to spend tonight's episode chatting with you about one simple question that you can ask yourself on a regular basis, and I believe it will make all the difference in how you approach life and motherhood. So that question is, are you listening? And if you were to say this to yourself, you could just stop in the moment and say, am I listening? And what I mean by this is, I think there's a lot of times we are in situations or discussions with our daughters, with our husbands, with our family, our friends, with ourselves, and we're not listening. We're tuned out. We're not really hearing ourselves, hearing our family, our daughters, our husband. We're not truly seeing them for what they're bringing to us. We're just listening at like the top level and not truly allowing that sacred space to evolve where they truly feel seen and heard. And I invite you to really look at your life and the way you interact with those that you love and yourself and see how often you're really listening. For instance, when your daughter comes to you with maybe trouble in a friendship, uh, uncertainty of to what her plans are for the future, do you jump to conclusions, jump to giving them the answers, jump to wanting to fix it? Or do you allow the exploration of what they're bringing to you to evolve and go deeper so that in conversation, they actually might get to some answers for themselves just talking it through while you're listening? And if you don't really offer that sacred space to listen and the time to listen, they're more likely to take your answer and run with it or feel that they're not seen and heard and jump to a conclusion. 
I know that this has happened in our family. There's times where we're bustling from one activity to another. And, you know, my daughter might come to me, one of my two daughters, with concerns or questions about what she is being faced with at that time. And if I'm rushing, I'm missing the creation of that sacred space to allow her to explore in the conversation more of what she's feeling. And then it always comes back around and the conversation persists over a couple of days or the questions or her stress level increases because we haven't had the heart-to-heart conversation that really she's desiring and I was bustling to something else and didn't have the reminder in me to sit down and truly listen. Or maybe in that moment, I didn't have the time. And that's frankly okay. But I think the way to work around that bustling to another activity that you don't have the time to have the deep conversation at that moment is to look at them in the eye and say, I really want to talk about this with you more and I want to allow you the space and the time to truly share your feelings with me and what's going on. But I have something in 10 minutes and I don't want to rush this conversation. So can we pick it back up tonight at eight o'clock, tomorrow morning, whatever works. But so that in that moment, they feel seen and heard. And I believe this is also true within our marriages, within other relationships, that sometimes people come to us and we don't truly allow that space for them to share and share from the heart. And sometimes I believe that's because we're afraid we don't know or don't have the right answers for them. But what I have often shared with um, even my husband when, you know, I share things that are on my mind or coming up and he sees things very black and white as an engineer. And, um, you know, it's hard sometimes for him to wrap his head around the stuff that I'm talking about or the depth of our conversations on a certain topic versus others that are much more easy for him to really go in deep I have said to him, I don't need answers. I just need someone to hold that space for me to explore in conversation what's going on inside of me or in you know, my relationship in mothering to my daughters or with a friendship of mine or you know, my business or whatnot. I just need someone to hold the space and listen because sometimes in listening – that's when the opportunity arises for the person speaking to actually dig deep enough that they get their own answers. They really feel safe in that environment and heard and seen and still in a way. Like there's a stillness to that. And then within being still, their own inner knowing comes through and they're able to get to the bottom of a question on their own. And I'm not saying that happens every time, but I have had that happen for myself many times. So as a mother, 
as a wife, as a friend, a sister, a daughter, I try to incorporate this sacred space of listening to all of those that I interact with. And most certainly, I am not always 100% at creating that space. And sometimes I need the reminder up for myself even. But I also like to remind my daughters to create that sacred space for their friends, for their family, for themselves. And I bring themselves into it. And earlier in the episode, I mentioned, are you listening to yourself? Because I always think it's great to explore listening to your body, your heart, your mind, your soul, your own inner knowing, and creating that space and time to allow your inner knowing to be explored. I personally have created that space through journaling, meditation, running, um, other forms of exercise that I do. Just It's like a sacred container to allow myself that time to really think about things going on in my life and how I want to explore them or how I'm feeling and just listen to my own mind, body, and soul while I'm in those activities. And oftentimes that leads me into a much clearer path and direction for my own life. I know that a lot of times this comes up maybe as an athlete, and people would say, like, you have to listen to your body. If your knee is hurting when you're running, stop and listen, stretch. You know, maybe you need to see a doctor. I don't know what it is. I've had it happen to me as um, a runner. And even in this past week, I was training with my daughter for her cross-country team. And my knee, the past two times I've gone out running, has given me problems. There's a pain. And instead of pushing through and rushing, I just allowed the space and time to listen to my own body, know that it is not worth pushing through, and I walked the rest of the way. And then by, you know, two days later, I was able to get back into my exercise routine because I had allowed the time to heal. And I believe creating that sacred space being seen and heard, listening to ourselves, listening to those that we love, are all components of our own healing, the greater healing of our families, our daughters, their future, and the world. If we were all more aware of how people need us to listen, not fight back, not rush to the next thing, not talk over them, but just listen with kindness and an open heart, how much of a better place all of us would feel in our own lives, in our own families, in our own community, and the world. So I hope that that question, are you listening, is one that you take the time to explore in your own life 
or it's a gentle reminder for the next time your child comes to you with conversation and lots of questions and you know it's going to be in depth to slow down and listen. As I share with you slow down, that is actually one of the first steps I take to make sure that I'm listening to myself, my body, my daughter, my husband, my family and friends, just to slow down, to not be speeding to the next activity. And I actually believe that the pandemic has allowed a lot more space for the slowdown in many of our lives. And it will be what we look back on as a blessing from the pandemic, my personal point feeling with the pandemic is that it will it has allowed the slowdown it has given us the space for the slowdown that we were all craving and really allowed us to build closer bonds during that time with the slowdown another step i take is to write write poems write in your journal maybe there's a journal out there that has a Um, prompts for you for every day. I'm actually creating one for mothers who are exploring their relationship to themselves and to their daughters. I have it halfway done. And then some days I just pick up the journal and just write randomly and I don't use a journal prompt, but I also write poems and I've written out thoughts that have come to me in the midst of working out, and I just have a stack of poems, I mean, a stack of post-its with those words on them. And next, I would say rest in the stillness. Take time to be still and rest. Allow yourself the nap. Allow yourself the time to meditate. Listen to your body, your mind, your soul, your heart. It needs stillness. That's one of my favorite Bible verses is be still and know, because I truly believe that in stillness is where we hear more from God, from divine, from the universe, from ourselves, our inner knowing, and we know. We know what the next right step is when we're still and we know to move forward or to stay where we're at or to have the conversation, or just to come back to listening. And then while you're resting and you're in the stillness, I invite you to tune in. Tune in to hear that small inner voice. A lot of times we don't offer ourselves the space to really be silent and tune in. But it's a great step in listening to ourselves, but also with our families, to tune in when our daughters are sharing with us a deep conversation or something that's hurting their heart and soul. Really tune into it. When you tune in, a lot of times greater depth of conversation and your inner knowing and knowledge comes out and helps guide them down a path that's maybe hard at this time. You know, my one daughter and I have been having a lot of conversations recently with some friendship troubles, I guess you would say. And 
there have been days where I've been working, but I've taken two hours and while I'm blessed to be able to do this working from home, I've shifted my work day. And when she's come to me with troubles or just even tears over something that's going on in her life, I've just slowed down and tuned into what she's saying, offered her the space to be quiet and still and rest and really feel into her own emotions. And that's that. That's how I personally approach mothering. It's how I approach my life in general. It's how I always set out to approach it. And like I said, not every day is 100%. Some days, maybe I fall short on listening to myself and I push too hard in a workout. But I truly try because I feel like listening is the birthplace of some amazing conversations with ourselves and others. And I really hope that as we wind down this episode and we head into a new week, a new month, that you listen. And maybe you even put it on a post-it note and you write, am I listening? And you put it up there on your bathroom mirror. You put it in your car or even set a reminder on your phone. Am I listening? And I promise it will help you tune in more to yourself, to your family, to your loved ones, your friends. It will just help you create that sacred space and time to be present and listen. Until Tuesday, I hope you have a great night. And I'm, again, so blessed that you are here with us each and every week. Have a great one.